Welcome to Pressure Points. I'm Gene Munster. Our topic is Tesla earnings. Before we get into the details, I want to take a step back. As of recording, shares of Tesla are down about 6% in after hours trading, and I suspect that share decline will continue tomorrow. Tesla's business is being impacted by the macro slowness in EVs. And I note that while other car makers are pulling back on their investments in the future, Tesla is increasing those investments. And ultimately, I believe that that will be the formula for Tesla's value to increase down the road. And so since this is an earnings uh, period, we're gonna break down some of the other important topics and then jump into the pressure point. And I've outlined five other key points and we'll start with the first, which is related to profitability. Now, typically, the pressure point with Tesla earnings is related to profitability. This time, it's more of a setup towards it. Of course, the key metric here is auto gross margins, X credits. That came in at 17.2% in line with expectations. It marked the first time in a year that that metric has improved. But that positive factor was muted by some of the commentary from the CFO that they are reaching some of the limits in terms of how they can expand margins on their current uh, production of, of platform. And I read that as to expect that margins will probably decline in 2024. Obviously the growth rate comes down, but you have this concept of reaching some of the limits of the production margin expansions, and also they're gonna be investing in this new next-gen platform, which will likely also have a negative impact on margins. And something else that caught my eye is in their their investor deck, they did remove their margin slide. And so I think they don't wanna to draw too much attention to that. So my thought is that margins are gonna be under pressure for probably the next year, year and a half, we won't start showing some improvement to the back half of 2025 when that next line gets up and running, which probably means we don't see uh, margins back to 20% plus until 2026. It's a long road, but that's the update on profitability. Second, the Cybertruck, uh, Elon reiterated 250,000 plus units. My sense is that's in 2026. Most analysts and other people who follow Tesla are thinking that's 2025. I think we're probably, that's probably a year too optimistic. But in aggregate, Tesla, the Cybertruck is still relatively small relative to what will be, this is called 10% of total vehicles. Our third topic is related to Optimus. This got more attention than I was expecting on the call. And maybe no surprise, Elon said this product could ship as early as next year. Uh, I rolled my eyes when I heard that and said, I'll take the over, please. As far as uh, what is uh, unique or what kind of dawned on me during the call is that they're really uh, like human life uh, includes moving around in vehicles and then you move around to get out to do work. And so I think the two optimal form factors for robotics is something related to a vehicle, which would be FSD, and then something related to an autonomous human, which is a humanoid or optimus. And so Elon's on to something. This is the most difficult technical task that uh, Tesla has taken on is to build this robot. So we'll see where it plays out. But kind of that teaser 
uh, made me uh, confident that they're continuing to invest in the right areas of things that could unlock measurable shareholder value. Uh, next is related to uh, autonomy more broadly. So they give a metric every quarter related to total autonomous miles driven. This would be on their FSD cars that are in the market. And the the number they have a graph in their shareholder deck, it looks like about 750 million miles driven. That's up about 44% since September. And then from uh, June to September, that number was up 78%. And then from March to June, that number was 100%. So the growth has gone from 100 to 78 to 44. That's noteworthy to me because when things are ready to break out, the technology is just getting used more and more and more and more quickly. And so even though those are high growth rates, they can sustain those high growth rates. And I think what's going on is that the number of people that are trying FSD in their base isn't expanding at a rate that is encouraging at this point for whatever reason. It's not encouraging. And I think that there needs to be a course correction there. And it makes me believe that we're not a year away from autonomy. I still think it's closer to five years away. Uh, so that's the update on autonomy. And last, a pretty boring topic, which is taxes. Uh, their tax rate is going to go up from about 10% to 25%. This doesn't impact cash, cash flow, but it does impact some of the optics of what Tesla's earnings look like. And that could change how this scores for some investors. So those are, we'll call it the other topics. And then we'll next, we'll get to the pressure points. The key point here is related to what is Tesla's growth over the next two years? And as a point of reference going into this year, uh, the expectations were that revenue was going to grow 19%, the same rate that it grew at in 2023. And in their outlook session, section, they made a change. Usually that outlook section in terms of sales growth is unchanged, about this 50% kegger that some years it's higher, some years it's lower. This time they said because they're making a shift to a next generation platform next year, that's going to have a measurable or a notable, was the word they used, impact on revenue growth this year. And so my best guess is people are going to kind of end up at around 10% revenue growth in 2024. And the reason why revenue growth declines in there is because the more that they talk about this next-gen platform. And that next-gen platform is probably a couple vehicles that are priced more like $30,000. So below where Model 3 typically comes in, which is around $40,000, more in line with what like a Honda Accord would cost, and well below what the average new car costs in the US, which is $48,000. But the more that it gets into the marketplace, that Tesla's building this low-cost vehicle, the more the people who are thinking about buying a Model 3 or a Model Y are going to say, let's just see what that looks like. Let's just take a step back and see what that's going to look like. It's worth waiting a year to save $10,000. And so that's, going, that's a decision that they've made is to be upfront and to over communicate that this platform change is coming. Maybe they have to just because of some of the infrastructure they need to build around it. And eventually it's going to get out there. But that's the decision that's been made. And that has a negative impact in the near term and related to revenue. The good news is that if they do come out with a $30,000 vehicle, they said it could be as early as mid next year for production beginning. 
we should start to see a bump up in revenue growth. And I think this year again comes out around a 10% revenue growth. And next year, the back half of the year, I think can be 30%. So when you blend that with the first couple quarters at 10% and the back half at 30%, maybe you end the year at like a 20% growth and then it bumps up to 30% in 2026. But that's kind of the trajectory and that's why this is the pressure point is what is ultimately the revenue growth going to look like? And so when I boil it down, I think we're going to go from, call it 20% in 2023 to 10% in 2024, 20% in 25, and then higher in 26. So when you put all this together, this was a sobering outlook for a company that has a massive opportunity in front of it, but has a lot of work to do to capitalize on that opportunity. I think they're making the right uh, strategic decisions to do that. And I think from an investor perspective, patience will be rewarded longer term. On behalf of Pressure Points, I'm Gene Munster. Bye for now.